forgot about Kevin Love. Yeah, come on. How you forget? I mean, it seems like everyone seems to be forgetting about Kevin Love nowadays. But Kevin, I will never forget about you. Fat, skinny, I don't care. Just love me some Kevin Love. Oh, and it's, it does not smell very good either. Oh, good. You just I had kept salmon. I don't, yeah, I don't give a shit. I had salmon for lunch. And that was what that, it was, you know what it was? It was salmon. The combination of the two. Just, uh, oof, that was, you know what? I did the same thing for dinner last night. I had a bubbly ass stomach and I was like, at one point I literally thought to myself, I, dude, I'm not going to lie. I was about to go to bed and I just, there was just like this pain in my chest and I was like, oh my God. You know what? I got the vaccine. The I didn't feel anything for two days. It skipped two days, and on day three, I caught it. I'm gonna die. What is happening? And all of a sudden, I just let out a huge burp. Everything was fine. And then this today for lunch, I was just like, I'm gonna do that self to me again. But this time, when I felt the, the, the feeling, I was like, it's just a burp. You're not dying. I feel good. Wait, so you got the vaccine? You didn't have symptoms the first day or the second Dude. day? Not only did I not have any symptoms, my arm didn't hurt. I didn't know what anyone kept saying when they said their arm hurt. You're a sad I was like, legit, which is wild because I, I was like so afraid because everybody, like a couple of friends were just like, oh yeah, my arm hurts. Like they couldn't lift it all the way because it hurt. Right, I heard that and I had one friend who was, who said it felt like the worst hangover they've ever had. Oh, interesting. I, so uh, I had a couple of friends who were like, I had a bad headache and also I was just like, tired as hell and i'm like okay interesting i was i will I give you that i was tired i yeah. was tired on the second day because on the second day i it was like eight o'clock and i was just like i think i'm gonna go to bed yeah and i think That's and it was because i was, was. probably yeah i was very fatigued so i'll give you that but like the lady said just drink a bunch of water and juice and you'll be fine i literally kind went to target she said what kind of juice she didn't give a shit she was like as long as it's made from a fruit i don't care she what, she what, also tomato, tomato juice count. I guess technically. I mean, I know you wouldn't drink it, but no, 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 no. Me and tomato juice have a a very battered history. I'm, I'm not a fan of tomato juice at all. I think yeah. I've told you this time when it made me throw up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this story many times. Yes. Yeah, we don't have to, we don't have to keep talking about it. You know? It's okay. We, we we did grow up together. I was in the house when this happened. That is true. So I think you that. were downstairs when it happened. I believe you are correct. Yeah, I believe you are correct. Um. Anyways. How you doing, Jay? I can't complain, man. I've had a nice little relaxing weekend. Got a haircut. I uh, ate some ramen. Went for a hike yesterday with the dog. Did some grocery shopping today. I'm gonna make Damn. some. I'm gonna make the pasta from Chef when he when after he his his post Scarlett uh, Johansson yes. sex pasta. That's what I like to call it. Post Scarlett Johansson sex pasta. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm having for dinner tonight. The PSSP. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For, oh, yeah. PS, PSJSP. Correct. Yeah. That's it's too many letters. The, it the becomes too much. Part. I yeah. might have to watch the movie too, just to like really have the full experience. I, I truly fucking love that movie. It's, it's a very good one movie. of, it might be my favorite movie. I think for me, I, it changes every couple of years. I think my two favorite movies are the social network and chef like by far. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. I, I don't know why they're very different movies. One of them is very, very plot driven. Uh, the other one is also, I guess, plot-driven. I guess anything yeah. that's a movie is plot-driven. Meanwhile, I think I can firmly say the two greatest films of all time, in my opinion, are Akira, which you, I know you've never seen because it's an anime. And every yeah. time I try to put that movie on people, they're like, I'm not going to watch a cartoon for an hour, Nikki. And I'm like, you don't understand, man. Also, it's like an hour 45, but still. Uh, and the other movie that's the greatest movie of all time, you go and fuck yourselves, you don't like it, Birdcage. 
Robin Williams, greatest work. <laughs> I do love the birdcage. You be love proud of me. I watched I, I watched uh, Cowboy Bebop a couple weeks ago. What did you think? I, again, it's well, I watched it with you when I was mm-hmm. in LA, and then I was just like, I kind of want to watch the second, and third episodes. So I watched those next two episodes, and I'm like, this is interesting. the The content is interesting. It's just really hard for me to watch a fucking cartoon. Yeah, which is the thing, and I I tried to get like Destiny and her mom to watch it when they were out here hanging out with me. Of course, uh, Akira. I, I tried to get them to watch the movie, and I was like, fine, watch like two minutes of it. Just so you, truly, I just want you to see its literal moving art. Everything was hand painted. I was like, it's just so beautiful and so ridiculous. This is not a movie podcast, but still, everybody <laughs> listening to this, I want you to go at the, I believe it's on Hulu. You can watch it, the dub version. Akira, you'd love it. It's a great movie. If you've already seen it, message us at NBA Pod and let Jay know. You're dumb, dumb. You gotta watch Kira. Yes, hit us, hit us up on Twitter. Send us a DM on Instagram if you've seen it. We'd love to I, know. I got a comic here. I've got, uh, a, I got some drawings. I almost bought a cell from the movie, but it was like, it was yeah. like, it was. Uh, they were like doing a, uh, why can't I think of it? Uh, eBay. They're auctioning it, hmm. and I was like, oh, let me just like see. I was like, maybe I can just buy a, like a a cell that is not important whatsoever. Like nobody would care about this cell. I think the cheapest one was like one hundred and fifty dollars. Not like, worth it. No, I can't. I'm not going to spend one hundred fifty dollars on a piece of of a little, little piece of art that that can go towards like food and rent. I'm going to be smart. In like three years, though, I'm going to be a billionaire and I'm going to be freaking just spending all the money on art, useless art. There you go. Not good art, like the banana duct taped to a piece of white. Uh, I almost said cardboard, but it was actual, like you know, mm-hmm. canvas. Mm-hmm. Anyways. As y'all can tell, Tad's not here, and that's okay, because this is NBA, the podcast that tries to talk NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit, like how Akira is the greatest movie ever, and if it's not that, it's either Chef or Birdcage. Those are my three options. I don't, I'm not going to give you Social Network, but I'll give you Chef. I love the Social I Network. I don't idiot. have a problem with the Social Network, but I don't think it's like that. I think it's just an okay movie. You're an idiot. I, you can go fuck yourself. I don't care. You're uh, I'm your host. Nikki Quiles, a.k.a. Juan Tostinos Anderson. Uh, I looked into it. He's okay. He, you know, bumped his head, had to go to, uh, um, to go on the protocol, concussion concussion protocol, protocol yeah. yesterday. Well, I think the monitor fell on his fucking head. Um, first, the monitor straight stabbed him in the ass because I was watching the game like uh, yeah. uh, live. And when they show the slow motion, it's the perfect corner of the monitor. Right, yeah. I think that's Bam, right into like his I, lower I had to, back. Like, I had to keep rewinding it because I was like, wait, how? Because he was like, you know, you've seen that shit all the time. So when they go over the scores, we were like, okay, well, he fell. Like maybe he like hit his back or something. But like the way that they were reacting, I'm like, what the fuck is going on over this table? As soon as as soon as I saw the guys, like two different people wave their hands. I was like, he must be bleeding. And they said it was a little bit of blood on the, in the back of his head. I thought that uh, too. I mean, that's why he was, was holding the towel. Like, yeah, no concussion, nothing. He was okay. I think because th- that floor is probably hard, and it, he hit the I floor. Would, I would agree that a wooden floor is probably hard. Yeah, well, because it's wooden floor, but I think it's like concrete at beyond a certain point. Maybe depends on the because like it, when you see as they're going towards the the locker rooms, it's usually sure. concrete and just yeah, like <laughs> red carpet on top that's of that. True. Well, maroon carpet, but um, yeah, I. I feel like he probably hit his head and that there good, but he's all good. And I'm glad to see that. So Juan Tostinos Anderson and my brother from the same mother, Jay. Hi, I'm Jay Keyless, AKA 10,000 steps a day. Curry, get your, st- get your steps in. 
Get your 10,000 steps. 10,000 steps a day. 10,000 steps a day. I mean, if you want, maybe we can just talk a little bit about Steph Curry just to start. I mean, I know it's not on our rundown. Oh, yes, it is. What am I talking about? Kind of. of. Steph Curry has been balling out of his goddamn mind. Sure has. 11 three-pointers yesterday. Um, 47 points. Three straight games of 10 three-pointers made. And two games ago, he surpassed a one Wilt Chamberlain as the all-time scorer in Golden State Warriors history. Jay, let's uh let's give some praise to the golden child. Oh wait, yeah. no, I'm so sorry. We will, but before that, I'm still gonna ask you a question. Oh, Nikki's pointless stat quiz. And Nikki's pointless stat quiz. Yeah. Russell Westbrook has also been playing very well lately. Oh god. He got he be he became the first player ever to have at least 25 triple doubles in uh four seasons. Oscar Robert didn't did in three seasons. Oscar Robertson did it in three. So or did for three seasons. So he got a fourth. First time ever. He's doing quite well. He has for a very long time been very good at what he does. Can you tell me though, Jay, how many seasons in his career so far has Russell Westbrook had more total rebounds in a season than he has assists in the season? Okay. Couple follow up questions. Mm-hmm. How many, what season is this for Russ? This is his, let me see. Was this 12? like year 12? One, two, three, four. This is season 13. Okay. Season 13. Been on 12. I will say this. So far this season, he has six more rebounds than he does assists. Okay. So you're saying finished a season with more total rebounds than total assists. Yes. Hmm. Okay, more total rebounds than assists. It's 13 seasons. Over the last like six seasons, he's really ramped up the the triple double thing. I'm gonna say that he's had more rebounds than assists in s- seven of his 13 seasons. That is quite high. I'm gonna have to ask you to go low, a little bit lower. All right, then I'm gonna say three. <laughs> that <laughs> is correct. Season. Yeah, boom! Yeah. I'm a genius. So that last was, that was my last season, he had uh, with Houston. He had 451 rebounds, 401 assists. In the season prior at OKC, 807 rebounds, 784 assists. And then the season that he won MVP, 1617, where he had 42 triple doubles. Uh, average triple double that year was the first time that he had done it. He had 864 rebounds, 840 assists. Wow. Russell Westbrook, most athletic guard ever. Now let's actually move on over. Yeah. To the most gifted shooter to ever grace the court. Steph Curry. Jay, go ahead and talk a little bit about Steph. I mean, the way he's been playing recently, it's really all season. Like we've talked about him a lot this year. He just, he's just so damn fun to watch. Um, in a different way, right? Like you see like a guy like Zion or LeBron or some of these like Russ for that matter, like some of these Uber, like crazy athletic guys. And they're just fun to watch for the sheer, just the sheer athleticism and the, and the athletic feats that they're able to pull off. Steph is a very different type of, of entertaining and that like what he does is equally, if not more difficult, just in terms of like having to like needing to have the high skill set to execute on like his abilities to like pull up from 40 feet or just like, I mean the shot that he hit the other day on the pump fake and the foul, but he basically hook shot at it from three. Like that from shit three. is just like, it's just so fun to watch. Cause you're just like, how, how does he do these things with the basketball? How does he shoot at this level? 
late in the game, he threw up uh, two different like step back threes that I was just like, how the fuck did he did it? One with two guys defending him. He just jumped back into the corner off one foot. The other foot was still in the in the air. Just threw it up. Perfect three. I was just like, holy shit, man. It's insane. Um, This recent stretch in April, what he's done. Yeah, he's I want to say pull up the numbers real quick. Yeah, pull up the numbers for me. I mean, 47 last night, multiple 40-point games, like multiple 10 plus three-point games. Um, I, I mean, what what he's doing is just insane. It's a real shame that like I don't know that I don't know that we'll look back at this season as like a lost Steph Curry season because he himself as an individual player has been MVP caliber yeah, this player. entire season. Um was a lot of people's like MVP candidate or pick uh in the preseason and and he's definitely he's showing out he's doing exactly what we want to see from him it's unfortunate mm-hmm. the team is underperforming but man his recent stretch dude and like look he's he was already at the verge like on the verge of being the greatest player in warriors history probably i mean mm-hmm. will of course was was a warrior but it's it'd be difficult to say that anybody else but steph curry at this yes, point is 47 points game. last night oh right uh, I'm sorry. I was. I said Rick Barry. Rick Barry. Oh Barry. yeah, you almost. I think Steph still. I think Steph, Steph still beats him though. Uh, Steph's gonna beat him, especially towards the as his career goes on. Like it'll be like kind of a no contest. So 47 last game. The game before that, 33 points, five assists uh, against the Cavs. The game before that against the Thunder, he went for 42 points, eight assists, six rebounds. The game before that against the Nuggets, he went for. 53 points four assists and six rebounds <laughs> in the game before that against the rockets he had 38 points eight rebounds and five assists this man going off against the wizards i don't actually remember if he played this game uh, oh he did he went 32 with five assists and six rebounds it's insane yo he's gotten he gets like six rebounds every game yeah, I mean he's he's just playing at a very yeah. at a very very. I'm not. I, I I wouldn't say he's playing at a different level right now. He's basically been playing at this level all year, yeah. but he's just playing at a. At oh, just I'm so sorry about the highest, highest level. The game before that against the Bucks, he scored 41. Yeah, <laughs> he's been on a stretch. Oh, I mean, dude, it's what what's also equally impressive about this, and really his entire season, but but this season like this this stretch recently in particular. What's most impressive is the fact that thirty-seven. Um, the game before that, I'm sorry, Jay. It's just I'm just continue looking at it. Okay, finally, thirty-seven before that, and the game before that, he didn't play. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games where he scored at least thirty points. Oh, it's it's incredible. And what's even more incredible about this is it's game before that he played and scored thirty-six. I'm gonna sorry. punch you. I'm sorry. I'm gonna punch you right to his fucking screen. Uh, no, what's so really just. Different incredible that one was on purpose i'm sorry <laughs> what's incredible about this whole thing is the fact that without a doubt every single team they go into that game knowing that steph's basically their only scoring option and they were they are throwing everything that they can at him to to uh stop him from doing what he's been doing over the last month or so and yet he can't be stopped no this is definitely this is definitely they're doing every play I've watched it because, like, at this point, Draymond Grease stands at the top of the key. He gets the ball. Everyone runs away from him. He gives it right back to Steph, sets a pick, cuts, doesn't really need to because the ball went in the hoop. That's every play. I watched they, they did that same play three times in a row, and it worked two out of three times. 
And then like, then you pass it off to Andrew Wiggins. He dribbles real quick. Just one, two passes it right back to Steph. Steph hits the shot. How did he do it? I don't fucking know. He did it. That's the play. Pass it to the Italians. Pass it to the Steph. That's it. Cause like true. It's amazing how every single time he gets the ball, it's just like, because at one point he did straight up just pull from half court and was just like, took two steps in. Boom, three. All right, we're going in. Back in. All right, let's just step back. Like, he, no one was even at half court yet. Right. It's been amazing watching him. Um, definitely going to pass, uh, eventually pass uh, Ray Allen for the most threes of all oh, time. That's inevitable at this point. Like, it is. It, he is just playing so, so well. Lights out. I, I mean, unfortunately, the team is not doing well enough to get him, like, another um, MVP nod because they are currently ninth in the West. I don't see that, you know, helping them out. No, I mean, they probably play in the, yeah, they probably play in the playing game, but uh, yeah, this season's over for them, for sure, and has been yeah. for some time. Yes, but, I mean, Steph Curry's playing out of his mind, and that joke where it was like, it felt like right after, uh, for Kobe, right after the first one, when he was playing with, like, absolute trash players, that's what this feels like. It's like, it's it's just players who are not up to his caliber. And right, it's like that early, that early 2000s window, or like the, I guess, mid-2000s window before the 2010s where Kobe was playing with mm-hmm. like Smush Parker and Brian Cook and yeah. Kwame Brown. It was like, all right, what do we do now? And it's like, who knows? Or, but or, or like the, the years or like the years post-Paul Gasol where he's playing with Carlos Boozer and Jeremy Lin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, Kobe had a couple rough years there. He had a couple of shitty teens, but he always <laughs> stayed. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of shitty teams, Alex Rodriguez is has now bought the Timberwolves as well as the Minnesota Lynx. They're a part of the deal. Um, Anthony oh, Edwards. Yes, the, apparently. I think they're both owned by the same person. And I think that explains why they have all the exact same like logos and everything right. is the same. They're just yeah. like, I mean, Timberwolves for one. And it's like, what's what's the lady version? And Tad and I have talked about this. The lady version is the cat. So they a Lynx, the cat. Timberwolves, the dog, that's a boy. What's the what's the girl version? Ah, cat links, good enough. Uh, that's my that's my owner of the Timberwolves voice, which now it's got to be more Latin because it's Alex Rodriguez, hey. uh, a person that Anthony Edwards self proclaimed probably being one of the best baseball players ever, according to himself, doesn't know who his new owner is. Uh, but let's be honest, most players don't actually know who their owner is like much about them. They know once you look into it, but this is kind of, this is a weird case. So first I want to talk a little bit about a rod joining the team. Uh, and I, secondly, I want to know, you know, what do you think he's going to do for this team? For example, does Minnesota leave again? Uh, the I, I feel very strongly that there's a very strong potential that they move to Seattle. I think he played for the Mariners. Granted, he played for a lot of other teams. Uh, think longer than he did with the Mariners. Uh, yes, I believe so. I, I think, think it would be... I almost a, said the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played with the Yankees for quite some time. Uh, you know, won a, won a ring, I think one ring, maybe two rings there, uh, and an MVP. I mean, look, um, he is the owner the same way that, like, Derek Jeter is the owner of the Marlins. Yeah. Or the same way that... Dwayne Wade is now going to be the owner of the Jazz. Jazz. He is a part of an ownership group. He himself is not an owner. Um, over the he's summer, he here. and JLo attempted to purchase the Mets. Uh, that also that did not happen. That ended up falling through. Same kind of group of people uh, who, who tried to purchase the Mets. 
have now purchased the Timberwolves. Look, man, we said it on this podcast for a long time. The Minnesota Timberwolves entire organization has been a shit show for quite some time. Basically, since like RIP, since Flip Saunders passed away, you know, since KG left, they've just been a disaster. Yeah. They had a, a few they minor. Had, they had like they had two, two very good big men join them through the draft. They crap Kevin Love. Oh, right. Since Boy. since KG is what my thought process is. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about Kevin Love. Yeah, come on. How you forget? I mean, it seems like everyone seems to be forgetting about Kevin Love nowadays, but Kevin, I will never forget about you. Fat, skinny, I don't care. I just love me some Kevin Love. So good. This is Body Positive Podcast yes, episode is. this week. No, I think um, it's great, man. I think I think it gives the Timberwolves um, a fresh start. Um, who knows how much A-Rod is going to be involved in the day-to-day. The reality is, is he's the name, right? Like, again, this is an ownership group. I don't know what, to what extent i don't know all the details of the purchase or how much he owns but look man a rod has here's the thing a rod is a is a is a bit of a uh what's the word i'm looking for he is a he has a lot of people who hate him as much as they like him um he polarizing is always, figure. thank you yeah He's a very polarizing figure uh during his time in major league baseball he was far more hated than he has been post-career post-career. He's kind of like, he's cleaned up his, his, his perception a bit. Yeah. With like a lot of the stuff that he does as an analyst and, and yeah, it turns out he's very good. He has like a podcast. Uh, I think he actually does a podcast with, uh, Oh yeah. He does a podcast with big cat from Barstool. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and obviously he's got the relationship with JLo, which may or may not be over depending on over. I think it is too. Who fucking knows? Um, so he's definitely raised his image a little bit, which has been good. Like he's, you know, it's helping him. He's a name, right? He's a name. He's a, a big player. Uh, I did think it was hilarious that Anthony Edwards was like, I don't even know who that is. Like, I mean, it makes some sense just based on how young he is, but he's not. And the fact that he doesn't, and the fact that he doesn't, he's 20, right? Or is he 19? He's 19. 19. And how many years has A-Rod been out of the league now? Maybe since like 2011, maybe 2012 so years. So pretty much. Yeah, that's fair. First nine years of his life. If he wasn't paying attention to baseball, then that's he doesn't fair. know what A-Rod is. That's fair. It, Jay, we're getting older, man. We are so fucking old. Good the Lord. times they are changing. Oh, um, but yeah, so I, I understand that him not, I just, it's very, I like truly, I just forever want, like you remember, oh, hey, you know what? Shout out because today was uh today or yesterday was the eleven year eleven year ago, I think it was. Derrick Rose made his uh playoff debut mm-hmm. at that little thirty six and eleven or something like that. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why I was thinking eleven against the Celtics. The I'm same way everyone wanted uh like a camera on KG at all times during that series, just because he kept on making faces and screaming. I forever want a camera and microphone on Anthony Edwards. <laughs> like every time that man speaks, it's perfect. I wasn't sure I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? He's got to start a YouTube show. He's going to have to start a YouTube I'll show. I'll give that now. guy a podcast, man. That guy gets a podcast we're never going to get listened to again. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I think it's great. Look, it's a change. It's a change in ownership. It's a change in, even if it's a change in outward perception, like it, it can't hurt because that organization has been a disaster. They've been terrible. Yeah. Like I, it's nice to see, uh, something new in there just because now you're just like, all right, cool. We got a a fresh set of eyes, new way of looking. Hopefully they do something. Cause 
I had fun when the Timberwolves were a team that you thought were actually going to like be making it into the playoffs. Right. I like I remember all the excitement when they hired Tiz and we're like, oh my God, they're going to turn the corner. Holy shit. They're going to make the yeah. playoffs. And it's just like, well, they did. And well, then they, they got rid of Jimmy and now they got rid of Andrew Wiggins and they're back to being shitty again. Yeah. But speaking of Tibbs, the Knicks, six game winning streak. Saw that. Yeah. One day, it was a good game. Yeah. It was a good game. Derek Rose had 23. Randall went off. He had a great game. Um, Reggie Bullock played really good too. If it wasn't for him, they wouldn't have gone in overtime. They would have lost. Hit that game winning three or game tying three. It was a great game though. Um, Let's keep moving on over away from the Knicks and over to the Nets. Uh, As they're recently picked up big man, LaMarcus Aldridge suddenly uh, announced his retirement due to irregular heartbeats. Uh, something that I believe Chris Bosch also had to deal with, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, shout out There's to quite a few guys have had that. Yeah, and it's usually here's a Toledovich a couple years ago. Bigger, same shit. Bigger guys. Well, let's be honest. Everybody in the NBA is a big guy. Well, I know that. Although today I was watching, and I don't know who it was standing next to Reggie Jackson. Uh, wait, no, it wasn't Reggie Jackson. Who the hell was I want? Because I was watching the the Nets game. I now don't remember who the hell it was on the nets, but it was a very short, clearly like their point guard. I can only see like the side of his face and he was next to, uh, um, Claxton and Claxton was like completely bent down as if like, like screaming like, yeah, and bent hunched over knees bent. He was still the exact same height as a man that I know is like six, three. So I'm just like, he looks he looks like a literal child next to this man. <laughs> and that's what I mean by bigger guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, those are big boys. Yes. Uh, but yes, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge uh, announced his retirement due to having uh, irregular heartbeats. It's a very sad thing to hear. Uh, I mean, I've always been a fan of LaMarcus Aldridge. Very unfortunate for Portland as they have constantly had injury-plagued players that were very good. That you're like, what if they didn't have injuries? Uh, and he was a part of that group of if it was him, Brandon Roy, and Greg Oden. That was a great team. I, I believe it was fifty-five and eight in the only games that they played together. Yeah, I might have been. I wonder if he was even that high, but yeah, I don't even know. I know they didn't play that many games together, but I just remember it was like a ridiculously good um, win percentage. Yeah, when they were able to play. Well, look, man, like this is really unfortunate. Um, but also, like, good I'm for sorry, you, I'm sorry, just looking up 15-12. Okay, there it is. I mean, good for you, LaMarcus, to make a decision like this, um, to take care of yourself, you know, to, to put yourself in a position to be there for your family. This is not an easy decision to make. Like, no. this is – and here's the thing. Like, um, he's had this for quite some time. It just recently got exacerbated to the point where he was having trouble playing – uh, in the most recent game, I think they were playing against the Knicks maybe, but, um, or maybe against the Warriors. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, he, uh, he's had this problem for quite some time. It's now gotten to the point where it's not safe for him to continue to play, um, or he would risk his life. Um, it's unfortunate for the Nets big time because he was kind of their only, like, option as far as a Joel Embiid stopper is concerned they don't really have anybody else on their roster who I I think can really give Joel a fit like you know LaMarcus wasn't gonna fucking be a a big stopper but he was going to be a body that they could throw at him Uh, and now they lose that and he played pretty well in his first couple of games 
Um, but we kind of knew like he was on the wrong side of 30. He was, you know, closing in on 36 and you know, it's crazy how long he's been around in the league, man. Like, yeah. but six, he's, seven. he's an interesting cat. Um, cause to your point, you know, he was able to play with, with Brandon Roy and, and, and Greg Oden, unfortunately, both, both of whom suffered, uh, career ending injuries, uh, then played shortly, I think three seasons with Dame Lillard. Uh, but that was more of kind of just like a, them kind of inter inter team fighting between the two of them for like team supremacy. I think it's safe to say that the Blazers probably made the right choice there. Um, but he's got an interesting career. Let me ask you this. Is he a hall of famer? Seven time all-star five time all NBA 2006, 2007, all rookie. I'm currently looking at all the stats. That's why I know. Uh, career 19.4 points per game, but that's mostly because lately it's, it's dipped a little bit at his, at the height of his career, the best, as we talk about the best of his best, pretty much 2012 to 2015, 16, he pretty much averaged 21 to 23 points a game and I mean, 10 boards. Like he played, he was a good player, but I think during, he might be all of very good during the t- 2010s. There's a case to be made that he was the best power forward in basketball. Yeah. And that's why I was pr- bringing that up. And that 2010s era, like. At the worst, it was 2010-2011. He averaged 21.8 and 8.8 rebounds, but that's still great. Then 21 and 9, 23 and 11, 23 and 10, 18 and uh, 8. And how then many he total points? Him. How many total points has he scored in his entire career? Total career points for my main man here: 19,951. Oh, he was so close. That so 20,000. That 20,000 mark is kind of the breaking point. Like. And we talk about this a lot. Like Mitch Richmond is kind of the bar for specifically because I think people use Mitch Richmond as like kind of a scapegoat for for that's like if Mitch Richmond can make it into the Hall of Fame, then like so is this person. The reality is is Mitch Richmond. The reason that we use him as the barometer for that is because he was exclusively a scorer and didn't have any other major accolades to go there. There was no doubt that he was a stud. Twenty thousand four ninety seven. And Six it's the same nine. thing with like Joe Johnson. Like Joe Johnson scored over twenty thousand points in his career. Yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge is like the big man version of Joe Johnson. Like I think personally that well, Lamarcus Aldridge up. is absolutely a Hall of Famer. Absolutely, I can, I'm not saying I can't see it, but I, I, I mean, feel like maybe seven time All Star, five time All NBA. Yeah, like because well, like I see that I I was just about to say, um, uh, Mitch Richmond only has six All Stars, nothing else. Uh, he wasn't all rookie. As he wasn't accolades are concerned. Like and now Joe Johnson, Joe Johnson, one time All NBA, also all rookie, just like uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, sure. seven time All Star. So, on that, maybe what do we got points wise for? You know, and and Lamarcus, oh, the yeah, thing 20, is, like, four hundred and five. Yes, yeah, I'm saying a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't think about that when they think about Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. He was just kind of like this unsung hero. I'll I'll say this: like, I absolutely think Lamarcus Aldridge is a is a Hall of Famer for his individual accolades, like what he's done as an NBA player, he was a top five, potentially top three power forward in the league for quite some time uh, during the 2010s. It is not his fault that Brandon Roy had a career ending injury that Greg Oden had a career ending injury. LaMarcus did everything he possibly could to have raised the profile of those Blazers teams. And if Brandon Roy stays healthy, I mean, you're talking about a potential championship caliber team there you know it's unfortunate that he wasn't able to do more in his career but he could only do with what he had around him and most of the guys he ever played with never stayed healthy then he goes to san antonio we're like okay well now he's gonna get a ring and then Kawhi goes down and then the next year Kawhi like 
or yeah, the next year Kawhi's basically out. And then two years later, Kawhi's gone. It's just like, all right, well, I came here to play with Tim Duncan and all these guys and like help them win a championship and get my first one. And like, you know, circumstances just happen and the Warriors became the Warriors. But otherwise, like it's it's a, it's an unfortunate ending. I don't want to call it a sad ending because I'm happy that he was able to play the, the game that he loved yeah. and like exit on his own terms as opposed to like put himself in a situation where he might he might hurt himself. Um but yeah, it's uh it's a shame. I'm I'm happy that he's going to be healthy and uh what a fucking career. What a great career, Hall of Fame career in my in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, I mean, it's and I I I I feel bad that we have to continue on the sort of sad train, but also uh Jamal Murray recently tore his ACL. And I don't remember what game it was. Do you remember what game it was against? You know, I don't either. I I feel bad. But Jamal Murray uh, will be out for the rest of the season. 100%. Um, I don't – I can't believe I'm going to say this. I don't know how much it affects the Nuggets because the addition – Well, I'm just saying this. I'm only saying because of the addition of Aaron Gordon and uh, Porter has – Michael Porter Jr. has been playing very well. Their entire – Jamal Murray is – The entire championship window for this year has closed. It's closed. Yeah. They yeah, are not yeah, a championship contender anymore. Oh yeah, not this team. I th- I think I guess I was just thinking regular season. It's not going to affect no. them. But yeah, this, playoff. The season. The season for the Nuggets is over. Hundred percent. All right. Well, when they make it to the finals, I hope I'm wrong. Or something. Out. I hope I'm wrong. But what you're losing, because Jamal Murray had a really slow start to the season, but he's having a career year, like across the board, scoring, yeah, three well. point percentage, everything. He's played so well after the slow start that he had this season. And there are very few guys it's against the Warriors. Play, sorry. That's what it was. There are very few guys who can play alongside Jokic the way that Jamal Murray does. He just plays so well off of him as like like a pseudo two guard basically in that offense. Um, and yeah, it's so it's so damn unfortunate. Yeah, I just noticed you are a hundred percent correct. This year he's averaging twenty one point two points, four point four rebounds, four assists, forty seven point seven from the field, forty point eight from three. Yeah. 87% from the free throw and effective field goal rate of 55.9. I mean, he's, he's, he's been you are incredible, correct. He's having a great incredible like all-star caliber this entire season, except again for the beginning. It's really unfortunate because now like they, after that Aaron Gordon trade, we thought, Oh, did, now they're gearing up for a championship run. It's over. Cause now they're giving those minutes to Compazzo and like some other randos. Like it's yeah. over. It's over. It's really unfortunate. I will say this. Hey, that short king can do something. Understand what I'm saying? Yeah, he can't do that. He can't do Jamal Murray. Um, He can do some stuff, but he can't do Jamal Murray. I will say this. As far as guys who I feel very strongly will come back from an injury like this, uh, Jamal Murray is at the top of the list. Everybody knows, like, his work ethic, the workouts he used to do with his dad. He meditates a lot. Like he's really into like, I mean, we're talking like crazy, crazy workouts and like discipline that he has from growing up with his father. Uh, I think it was Jackie McMullen that wrote a story about him uh, mm-hmm. with regards to like how he grew up in uh, Mississauga, which is right outside of Toronto. Um, I have no concerns about him coming back from this injury. Literally none whatsoever. It's just really unfortunate that and he's young right so like there's time for him to bounce back him and Jokic are still kind of on the same time frame so like if he can now the thing that sucks is it's pretty late in the season if he comes back next year we're probably talking about the second half of the season which is fine like if they can stay afloat and then he comes back and gives them like you know a little uh, a little jolt that's great um it's just really unfortunate man because I thought I I actually thought based on the way that the west was kind of laying out with like you know LeBron and AD still being hurt and the west kind of being up 
in the air a little bit. Like Denver was making a bit of a run and there was like a really good potential for Denver to actually like maybe sneak out of the West. Like, you know, we don't know what the suns are yet. We don't like, we know what the jazz are, but like, can they, can they make a long playoff run? We don't really know. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Lakers are hurt. Contavious Paul will call Pope just went down the other day. Like, you know, there's a lot of shit going on in the West where like there was a real opportunity there for Denver to come out of it. And now yeah. that's, it's over. That one yeah. is closed. And it's you are correct. Uh, Jokic is, I mean, season five. So one season ahead, but Jokic is two years younger than Jamal Murray. I, did, I forgot Jamal Murray came out a little later, right? No, he came out as a freshman. They came at the right time. What the hell? He has a season over him, 1995. He's two years older than him, but he's, he's only got, well, He's two no. years older than Jokic. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've been looking at this wrong way the entire time. Jokic is two years older than I was going to say that. I was looking right. at the names. I was flipping the names and the birthdays. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, their birthdays are very close. February nineteenth, ninety five for Jokic, and February twenty third, ninety seven for Murray. What does that make their okay. zodiac sign? Um, February. That's Aquarius. <laughs> I have no idea. I figured you'd know. I, I weirdly I do no know. Idea. I don't know all of them. I only know year Capricorn because that's January's time. Yeah. Those Aquarius. Oh damn! I actually know like, the, the first four because I have friends in all of them. So it's you, Aquarius, Boom. Pisces, Boom. Aries, and then I'm lost. Damn! I don't know shit else. And then I know November is Scorpio because that's what I am. <laughs> Outside of that, I ain't got shit. Yeah. No. This this really sucks, man. Because like <clears throat> Jamal Murray has kind of become one of my favorite players in the league. Like I just really like his attitude. I like the way he plays. shit sorry he's tough as shit um and he's fun man and like that run during the bubble was just like incredible basketball from him um and it's unfortunate we don't get that opportunity to see him play that in the playoffs again and like maybe you know relive and kind of recreate uh and 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 bring that that jamal murray back um it's a real bummer it's a real bummer for the nuggets it's a real bummer for jamal murray but kid's gonna bounce back man he's tough as fuck yeah, for sure, and and like you said, like yeah, the the him and Jokic are similar age. I don't know how long he stays, but Aaron Gordon's the same age as as uh, Nikola Jokic, so that's a third person that would be uh, similar. There's a chance that they can run it back next year and actually maybe make some buzz because that it's a good team all around. Paul Millsap's been having a good season, you know, as like I mean he's not scoring like crazy, but he's playing good defense and he's been getting the boards when necessary. He's been, you know, just all around. It's been a good team, and it's really sad to see uh, another, yet another injury. Because there's been quite a, f- a few. They haven't been like season-ending injuries every time, but there have been a couple nicks here and there where you're just like, well, Donovan, please, Donovan please. Mitchell went down the other day. He's going to be out for a couple weeks. Yeah, you're going to be out. Um, uh, Steph's day to day because he twisted his ankle yesterday in a game. Man, when he went down, I thought it was a non-contact. Oh, I was like, like, oh, no, fuck, please, well, I, no. I was so scared. Then they reshowed it, and I was like, okay, it's clearly right, right, like, right, right, right. just an ankle injury. Which yeah. granted, he has had a history of ankle injuries, so like, oh just, yeah, those ankles are not great. Made of feathers. Like I that swear. basically ruined the beginning, of, like the beginning of his career. Like he could not stay healthy because he was always yeah, like he an literally. Injury. He would literally already be the the number one in threes made if it wasn't for the beginning of his career. Oh, wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I wouldn't not even close. Um, all right. Anything else you'd like to talk about today? Any other subjects you got on your mind? Nothing's really coming to mind. Like I said, like the the season's starting to shape up. Um, we're 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 nearing the end of of the season pretty mm-hmm. pretty swiftly. You know, the playoff Next- picture's starting to like come together. The Bulls are terrible. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, <laughs> there's. I was listening to a podcast the, the other day, and they were talking about like two teams that either like that stayed pat or made like a big move to like increase their playoff chances mm. or keep 
the playoff of hope alive in, in Sacramento and Chicago, and they both have gotten substantially worse yeah, since weird. since uh since the since yep. the trade deadline. I mean, until yesterday, the Bulls had lost four straight. Now Zach Levine's gonna be out for ten days because he's in the COVID protocol. Uh you know, Vooch is doing Vooch shit, but we can't stop anybody. Yeah, we can't stop anybody. Uh also outside of Vooch, not many people uh are scoring or even attempting to shoot the ball. Um, which is not great to watch. Uh, but somehow the Bulls are currently 10th. And if they were to start the playoffs today, they'd be able to do that little play in tournament. Um congrats to the Knicks, sixth straight. Atlanta's fifth right now. They're they've been playing very well. I'm excited. There's been a lot of good games lately too, which I'm very excited. Uh, which, you know, let's talk things you're excited about, things you couldn't care less about. Uh, I'm excited for more basketball because like yesterday, I mean, look, today we had a game winner, bam. Uh, it was tied up, hit a nice little game winner to beat the Nets. Um, the Knicks game went to overtime. Yesterday, the Celtics Warriors was a great game. A uh, couple other games have gone into overtime. The Lakers Jazz went to overtime although it was mostly reserves, but it was still a lot of competitive basketball. So I'm looking forward to watching more basketball this week. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, you know, you talked about six wins for the Knicks, like the Celtics are also on a six game winning streak right now. And, and like being, beating some quality opponents, like, you know, beating the Nuggets, beating the Blazers, beating the Lakers, uh, beating the Warriors last night, like some quality opponents in there. Obviously they beat the Timberwolves as well, but like, you know, after months and months of talking shit about them and saying like, what a disaster of a team, even re- as recently as a couple weeks ago, like you know, they're starting to make their surge up. The, the thing is, like the top half of the, the top half of the Eastern Conference is really strong in the top three teams. Beyond that, it's kind of wide open at this yeah. rate. Like if Boston keeps up, I don't really believe in Atlanta. I think they've been great, like and have overachieved quite a bit. But like, I don't really believe in them. Yeah, um, I'm surprised at how good they have been playing. Actually, yeah, yeah. I mean, since I mean they're eight and two in the last ten games, like. You know, since since Nate McMillan's taken over, they've definitely gotten substantially better. Um, and I think it's great. Like, if they make the playoffs, good for them. Um, I think Boston probably slots into that four spot before the season's over. Uh, but they're getting hot at the right time, man. They're getting hot at the, the right time. You think the Knicks stay in the six? You think they slop down and have to actually or slide down and actually have to fight it out to get make it to the playoffs this year? I don't know, man. Because they're like you know, to your point, like they're also on a hot streak too. So like you know, a couple couple mishaps by Boston and Atlanta, um, they could be sitting there right, right at the five spot, man. I think they probably finish right around the five six. Um, Atlanta, I think probably slips a little bit and Boston probably finishes at that four spot. Um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, things are shaping up. I'm shocked that Charlotte's been able to hold on as long as they have without LaMelo. Um, Miami's still kind of teetering. Like they just haven't been, they've been fine, but not great. Um, you know, and meanwhile, like Washington's starting to step up a little bit and very, I think they make it into the play in tournament. If I'm being honest, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs at this point. Dude, the way the the way that Chicago's been playing, you know, Toronto's yeah. been really bad too. But like, if Cleveland and Washington make a nice run to end the season, like they're probably in that you know nine ten spot. Like, yeah, if, I mean, at this rate, like <laughs> the way the Bulls have been playing, I'm, you know, you know what? Fuck it, man. Let's just go for that. Let's keep our pick this year. Yeah, like, let's, 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 let's get let's tank get, out the rest of the season. Tank the rest of the season. Yeah. You know, we'll go into next year with Luch and and uh, and Zach Levine and whoever our, our number one pick is this year. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited. Like, you know, I mentioned last week, I'm excited for the play-in tournament. I'm excited for the, te- the season to to finish off and for the playoffs to start. And, and, you know, I love playoff basketball. Playoff basketball is 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 my shit. So always here for that. And, uh, yeah. Sweet. All right. Uh, let's get into plugs. You can follow me at J underscore Keyless on Instagram and on Twitter. That's you it. can follow me at Nikki Palooza. You can follow the pod at NBA pod. You can also follow... 
me on TikTok at Valley Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. Tad, RP, we'll see you later next week. Uh, love you, bud. What's up? Thank you for listening, everybody. For Tad, for Jay, I've been Nikki. This is NBA. Good night. Bye. I don't know why I said night.